Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. You beautiful people, how are you feeling tonight? We're here at the lovely Downtown Dynasty Theater. My name is Brandon Johnson. I also wish I was Jeff Davis, too. But in lieu of that, let's wish him a happy birthday. Happy birthday, Jeff. Excellent work, my friends. Let's get started. You know him. You love him. If you're lucky, you might get to sit next to him. Rob Schraub. Yeah. Creepshow director, Rob Schraub. Creepshow director, Rob Schraub. Dungeon master, game blaster. He doesn't say pasta, pasta. tonight so much show so let's get down you know the man's name god damn it put your hands together for the mayor Dan Harmon October Pooh spooky spooky show welcome to the spookiest show October is the scariest month, you know. I remember a ghost that liked to eat toast. It's a boring song. All right, let's... uh, uh, What's going on, everybody? You guys have a good weekend? Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Woo. I I don't really have anything to talk about, so thanks for coming. Uh... But we have some guests. We can we can chat with them about all, all kinds of stuff. You okay. guys hear about that Adams family? Uh, the the, the wow. The, yeah, I mean, I've heard about them. Yeah. Yeah. Those guys are crazy. <laughs> like you mean the the oh 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 because it's October. Yeah. Yeah yeah. Yeah. They're nuts, man. Oh, they're all together, Uki. Yeah. Yeah. They the like attack family. each other. What came first? So the Munsters came second, right? Like the Adams Family was uh, first. I'm pretty and then, sure. And then the Munsters well, was like Adam's a go family, box. Adams Family was a, a, like a comic a strip. Comic strip, yeah. Yeah, and then they turned it and into... And then Munsters were like, anybody can do that. Yeah. You're doing it wrong. Who's the Frankenstein? Lurch. Uh, t- that, was the, that was the yeah. scientist's name. You see, that's the kind of snobby shit that is going to get all of those Adams Family <laughs> expats from uh, coming over to the Munster side. Well, his name is Herman. Um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, I, uh, what, 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 I, I can make my own cable now. Like, it doesn't even matter what kind. Why are you doing that? Uh, what, what channels can you make? <laughs> You're splicing cables? Uh, yeah, cause that, well, Can I mean, you splice the, uh, food network with 
Comedy Central, go. Can you splice the History Channel with Nickelodeon? Te- Nickelodeons, go. Can you splice? Um, I don't know. I, I got it. I got. It. Can you splice Spike TV with? Uh, yeah, I'm done. <laughs> The reason for making your own cable is for cable management. You want to, you don't want to have a bunch of extra loopy loops. You get a hundred feet of cable. What are the odds that you need to go a hundred feet away? You know, you probably usually need seventy-one feet of cable. Right. You know, I got, I got one one hundred foot cable. Uh, it had a bunch of extra going to the monitor I needed. And then I, I took all the extra and I just cut it, threw another connector on there, took the extra slack that I cut off. Use that to keep the chain going to another monitor. It was really satisfying. I got, I, I took that hundred foot uh, cable and I, I turned it into a feed for three different monitors in my in my gym. Can you it, rewire my sound system? No. <laughs> oh, so you don't know how to? Well, I don't. I actually don't know how to make audio cable yet. Yeah, that's okay. true. Okay. I can't. Well, like, I, I I can only make coax. Well, call and, me uh, when you're ready. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think all music is just streamed now. I think you can just stream it. Um, not not when I'm watching a movie and the sp- sound's coming through the speakers. You can't stream that. Right. Can you fix my well, sp- sound system? I thought you did a great job on that Rick and Morty draft. Uh, good job. Thank you very Thank much. You. I'm very proud of that. Uh, I'm glad you liked it. It was a I, pleasure to read. Thank you. Thank just you. Just reminding you that I'm your boss. Um <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I got. I don't have to make up things to talk about. It seems like I'd have a lot to talk about. I, I, yeah, yeah, I, we could I, talk I, about Creep Show. Uh, okay, let's talk about Creep Show. <laughs> Rob's Rob's Creep Show show uh, called Creep Show on Shutter, <laughs> which is an app. The streaming service here. A streaming service. Ooh la la. <laughs> a streaming service. Just let me have a fucking win for two seconds. You're like a fucking xenomorph. You let the compliment comes out and then you suck it back in. I love when nerds fight because they say xenomorph. <laughs> he could have just been like, you like an asshole. You a real dick right now. But you were like, man, you like Clark Flap to the fourth power, bitch. <laughs> All right, Thank wait, you wait, for so- standing up for me. <laughs> I, I gave you props for what could have been a basic put down but was really extra. Okay. I, I, I was on your side. Good Thank job on you. your Until now. streaming service oh, premiere. I, it's, it's not my streaming service. And the streaming service didn't premiere my episode of the new show. All right, yeah. There's a premiere on a streaming service. Subscribe to Shutter. If you'd like, yes. Spelled with D's, not, not, not T's. It's not, oh, it's my not, God. You can't. It's so difficult what? for you to compliment me. What the fuck? You're, I'm trying to help even... them find it. Shutter. We've been talking about this since February. Go ahead. What? What the fuck, man? Keep, 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 you can't my, even, man my man keep. made a spooky. Um, it's on this app streamer. It, it, it's called Shutter. It's spelled, I mean, I won't tell him how to spell it. Go to the app store, download that shit. You probably get a free preview. Maybe you gotta promise them you'll pay them five dollars a month later or something, but you probably time enough to watch Shrob's episode. 
pretty good. I liked it. You know what? Just stop. He, he got Bring to the guest out. He I'm got, so sorry. He got to work with a bunch of his heroes: Tom Savini, yeah, Greg uh, Nicotero, Jeffrey Combs, yeah. Kid Cudi, Kid Cudi, yeah, Kid Cudi. Tom, Tom Savini, you'll 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 know from. I mean, that's the guy who did all the all the makeup for all the George Romero, uh, yep. dead movies, and yep. he also played in Dawn of the Dead. He was like the leader. Biker of, gang. The, of the biker gang. He gets He's torn Sex apart. Machine and Dust Till Dawn. <sighs> yeah. Sex Machine and Dust Till Dawn. That's right. The guy with the little the little Gatling gun belt buckle. Yeah. That's Tom Whoa. Savini. Yeah. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Pretty cool. It, it, was, Tom it was really cool. It was amazing. Yeah. yeah. And he was very nice. And his wife uh, it was very nice, too. And we had a great time. Yeah. Kate yeah. was out. Kate. Well, there was, that's what I was going to say. Speaking of wives. Is Kate. W- go ahead. No, that was it. <laughs> Kate Freud, my, my, my wonderful, brilliant wife, uh, played the, the French. Yeah, she's lady. all over that thing. Yeah, she did amazing Does a job. tremendous job. I guess yeah. not. Oh, okay. Very good. So take a look. I hope you like it. And uh, yeah, it, uh, I was uh, pretty excited. I had a great time at your older place. Did you get to meet Stephen King? No. Uh, met his son, Joe Hill, who wrote... Uh, Tom Savini's episode. Yeah. I met, I met him. I didn't guy, have to yeah. do Yeah, I met him too. He was in the original Creep Show. Yeah. He played a little boy that got slapped by Tom At- Atkins. Wait, in what, which, which in a, Creep in Show? A, remember when it went, the, 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 the installment, the bookend, where uh-huh. Tom Atkins oh. finds the comic book, he's the little boy. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow, that's Joe Hill. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Yep, yep, yep. That's yep. funny. Yeah, it is funny. Yeah. I mean, it's striking, isn't it? I'm sure Joe Hill doesn't want us to, to he doesn't, but, but you, you, you met him and you thought yeah. the same thing I did, which is he, like, God damn, damn, those Stephen King genes are potent. Yeah. <laughs> like, like what is, does, do you get 50% from each yeah. like parent or, or what, what in the hell, he man? He looks and sounds he re- a lot like and I met his kids. Did you meet Joe's kids? Because it's like, you can uh, see it. It's like, I, I oh, finally him. nature's getting a crowbar in there. Yeah. Like, his kids only look like half Stephen King. Yeah. Uh, it's just striking, like, like, like how much, uh, I'm sure, I'm sure no, nobody wants to really hear that that much. Although I don't mind, but I look a lot like my dad and people would tell me that as I was growing up, like, God damn, you look like your dad. And I would, I never took offense. Yeah. I look like my dad. And Stephen King wrote like uh, If only uh, I knew the, my the, dad. Damn. <laughs> but enjoy your privilege. Aww. Aww. <laughs> Brandon, would it make you feel better if I brought out three white men? Yes! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Our next guests are the founding fathers and hosts of the uh, of iHeartRadio's stuff stuff you should know networks. There's a lot of apostrophes in their chain, um, uh, but their podcast is stuff they don't want you to know. Please welcome Matt, Ben, and Noel from that podcast. <laughs> you guys held your applause for last names, and I'm like, no. Hi guys. No problem. I'm a bad. I'm a bad introducer. I said, "Please welcome Matt, Ben, and Noel." And and they waited because they thought I was going to say Shackman. It was just much Osborne. farther away than we realized. <laughs> like yeah, you guys it was, are brothers. It was just farther away. Yeah, I thought I thought you nailed it. Okay, thank you. I don't. 
I'm uh, waiting to decide. <laughs> so when I was much younger, Art Bell was still on the air with Coast to Coast. Yeah. And uh, he, would, he would open up his lines to like alien abductees, time travelers, and he'd talk about all the usual stuff. And, uh, Reptoids. Uh, Hollow Earth. Holla back. There was typically... <laughs> I think we were in a kind of a Camelot for a while, even when there were Republican presidents. It's like life was not so politically mired. It really didn't matter. And, and Art, Art Bell was so long ago, and then his, his, uh, his, the, the, the throne's been handed off and stuff. And it was just, I just recently listened to, this is my opening question. Uh, I just recently listened to whoever, who's, who's the guy that took over for, for Art? George Norrie. George, uh, yeah, I was listening to, I just happened across a, an episode of his show at, uh, maybe a couple years ago, and there was some guy that was like talking about, you know, carnivorous plants or something and how they're, they're, they're still hiding their existence in the hollow earth or whatever he was talking about. And the guy was just going on and on on the phone, and then he was like, and that's why they don't want you to believe in Donald Trump. That's the thing. <laughs> and he started going, because he's not part of the system, and they're trying to hold him back. And he, he got like, he got a couple sentences out, and then George eventually, he's just like, uh, Tom, 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 I got to cut you off there. That's the, I'm sorry, but that is the one topic, the one topic we just can't talk about on this <laughs> show. Yeah, and I I'm thought not. that was so striking. Conspiracy theory culture. Like, you got the, 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 the we are now living in this time when it's like, uh, I don't know, the, 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 there's like eight ironies there that I can't describe. But anyways, I you guys have like this super intelligent kind of approach to talking about conspiracy theories. You, you, you're, you're, and, and, that's what impresses me about your show. You keep it, you keep it uh, unmired. You don't lose your wigs, and you don't have call-ins from people that are like, "Hey, I just talked to a." No, we have a hotline. We, we, we have, do, yeah. we do do call-in episodes, or we play back the the most bad shit ones. But. It's just not live. True. Just in case. And I, and I guess that's just kind of how we met is that I was commenting to Spencer. We were talking about that NPR, uh, the Radiolab episode where you and I were disagreeing. Oh, yeah. And, and I brought these guys up. I just mentioned them and said, uh, uh, you know, I've been uh, as a hobbyist, I've been getting into centrism. No offense. I was just like, wow, wow, these guys have been talking about this topic for an hour and they haven't. Like, and then and then you might you, somebody must have told you guys as they do mm -hmm. on the Internet. Uh, Dan Harmon talked about you or whatever. Then we then now we met. And now you're on the show. Um, Dan, ask them a question. Um, the, uh, how are you guys? Swell, splendid, well done. nice, pretty great. Yeah, yeah, this is this is absurdly surreal. What, 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 what is it like to be smart and into conspiracy theories? Huh. Well, that's a loaded question. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's know. a you definitely framed us up there. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I, 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 just, I can't well, what do we what, what do we call it? We call it a critical but, thinking approach to conspiracy. Theories. Yeah, that's which the is an important distinction. It. Yeah, because so there's. Uh, when I think any of us hear the term conspiracy theory, especially now, and I appreciate that you pointed out this like schism that's occurring where the, there are a bunch of very far right people who are now into conspiracy theories. Because, they, yeah, well, they always were, but they were never. I think it's the other way around, not to get derailed yeah, by yeah. this, but I almost feel like people that were fringe. Uh, it's a, it was the same on the on the left with the Bernie Sanders phenomenon. Sure. It's that people that considered themselves fringe in the Camelot of the bipartisan days, mm -hmm. people that were like, "What's with this election shit?" And it was like, like the fringe got drawn into the to the process. And I think that like people that didn't know they were right wing fifteen years ago figured out that they were. 
Yeah. Which was really disconcerting for me because I'm like, hey, I wanted to talk about Hollow Earth and Flat Earth and anything, it's but fun. I can't do it yeah. anymore when it's yeah. now it's connected directly to. Sure. Yeah, and that's why women should should. Yeah, yeah it's like because yeah, <laughs> there's always that plot twist, and it happens to us a lot too. We'll be reading what what I think we all agree is a, a, like a fascinating correspondence or something where someone has this really out there idea, but they've thought it through. They have internal logic, and we we get into like paragraph four, page four, and they go and. And that's why Donald Trump, just like just like George <laughs> Norrie runs into, um, we we prefer the term uh, conspiracy realist because there's there's insidious language that happens. Uh, if you are on the new or you're watching a new show a few years ago, uh, someone would say the idea that international banks are laundering money for drug cartels is a conspiracy theory. Uh, and then they would say that because it's sort of a thought terminating cliche. Right. And now all of a sudden saying uh, that drug cartels are working with banks to launder dirty money is the same thing as saying that the queen of England is somehow a half reptilian right. alien. And the difference is that one of those things is fucking true. You know? Yeah. She an alien. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she an alien. I, I like the poutiness of it. She an alien. <laughs> I knew it. Um, the, uh, yeah, no, that's a really good point. Um, the, uh, and you guys always parse out your, your things. The structure of your show is that you, you kind of announce the topic and then you, you, you say, here are the facts and you, you, you lay them all out. Uh, 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 and it, it is, a, it, I always find it kind of important to go like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it, it is, it, it is important to keep those things separated that I can't, I, I can't think of a good example of a topic where you're kind of like, yeah, I thought I knew the facts, but actually what's important is to build a little box around what you know to be the case because it often contains a bunch of crazy shit. And then you, you, you'll typically take a little break um, and then you usually will then come back from that break and say, here's where it gets crazy. And then talk about the, the, the more uh, uh, unproven uh, assertions that may be associated with those things. And uh, so is that why you guys got into it in the first place or is it among this among this trio is there a are there differing philosophies on this is 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 noel like a dude there's a bigfoot for real and i have to hang out with these fucking nerds just to, to get them to talk about it um i don't know like i guess there's sort of we do have kind of like different roles i guess i'm sort of maybe more of the skeptic matt's a bit more of a true believer about some of these things i don't want to like Put oh, yeah. words in your mouth. It, it has a lot to do with our background. Um, I grew up in in the church very heavily uh, when I was growing up. Which and, church, yeah. Matt? Which um, church? Uh, it was the United Methodist Church. That's uh, how I got my start. And I, was, I did too, but I think yours was a little more hardcore than mine. Yeah, yeah. sure. Um, but, hardcore Methodist. <laughs> yeah, real hardcore <laughs> Methodist. Dude, um, <laughs> those wafers. Oh. Um, so we... I, I lost my religion, as you know, man, many of us probably have a little bit at least when you get to college or you're, you're really like uh, getting more academic. And um, you listen to Pink Floyd and you're like, there's no way God is yeah, real. No <laughs> <way>. <laughs> so, I was honestly, I was listening to Jars of Clay right up into college, uh, like that kind of music. That, that record was it. fucking Petra, slaps, though, dude. That's Petra, a true story. Power praise. That's I'm sorry. Um, yeah, no, it's all good. Yeah, that's just that's just where I was. I mean, that's where I grew up. I was in an isolated town in uh, in Georgia called Cumming. It was literally called Cumming. How is it spelled, uh, Matt? Yeah. C U M M I N G. It's for Scythe oh, County. Yeah. It's one of the. Uh, it was the most uh, 
uh, I think it was yeah it was whitest I, well yeah. <laughs> certainly but it was one of it was one of the most um, conservative towns in all of America is is where I grew up it's it's changed a little bit at this point um, I'm not there anymore but it, it it shaped the way that I viewed the world all of just all of that and it's just most of us where we're born and um, the economic strata in which we're born it shapes us a lot and the the struggles that we go through um, for me it was all internal because I was very privileged in in my position and the struggle was learning that my worldview was not necessarily correct. And the things that I'd based my entire life on were not necessarily correct. So and you came to conspiracy theory because you had been brainwashed potentially. Well, I, I, <laughs> I think I, yeah, I knew that there, that had been pulled over my eyes and it wasn't necessarily my fault. It was other people trying to shape me because they believed a certain thing. Right. Um, at least that's how I ended up getting there. And I also spent a long, a long, about five summers working at a private club in Atlanta where it was the most wealthy people in all of Atlanta going to hang out and eat she-crab soup by the pool. And I really didn't like what I felt there. I bet you heard some shit by the pool, though. Did you not? Like, come on, you had to have heard some... It was mostly griping about Pinot Grigio, but it was, uh, I mean, really influential, cool people, I'm sure, but but it was it shaped, it also shaped my worldview. Anyway, Pinot I'm talking Grigio for too, too no. long. Uh, no, this it, is, it can, conspiracy theories were this, uh, this window that I could view the world through that um, felt like there might be something there because I couldn't trust what I believed in for so long that I should at least examine it. But that's the thing too, like with a lot of the things we look into, it's like as, as bonkers as they get, there's usually a nugget of truth like buried somewhere in there. And that's the part that's fun about like, I, I, I consider it almost like a thought experiment what we do sometimes when we talk about this stuff, as opposed to being like a true believer, like a tinfoil hat type. It's more like, this is interesting. What do people think? What does the internet say? What's the science? How do we get through all that to something that's real? And I think that's what we attempt to do anyway. And it's sort of a false dichotomy, too, to say that something has to be absolutely true or absolutely false, right? It's it's easy to say that. It's comforting to say that. But it's usually not the case, no. you know? Yeah. I mean, we look for we look for meaning in chaos. I, I, I can, it, the conspiracy theories are kind of... There's a conspiracy theory. If you call it something different, it's a religion. I, you, you, you know, God conspired uh, to, you know, there's this unseen forces controlling the world. Like we, we fall back on the positive version of a conspiracy theory when we lose a friend. And, uh, uh, and we, because the, the alternative is to stand there throwing dirt on somebody's box that should still be standing there. And uh, what else are you going to do? Is that the only reason why conspiracy theories get, 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 get created? Uh, is it, is it, is it just that like uh, uh, need for control? I, I don't want to discount the other reason, which would be that they're true. I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to, but, but I mean like the ones that like kind of just blossom organically, do they, do, do is that the, have you guys noticed anything in your studies? Cause you've been doing this for over a decade, right? Um, like, do you have a kind of unifying theory about how conspiracy theories get born? Uh, that's so that's that's a big one. Uh, yeah. So uh, two things I really like that you pointed out that sometimes they are true. Right. Uh, not often, not near as often as the people calling coast to coast may want to believe. Uh, but we see we see two interesting things. First, 
uh, some conspiracy theory stuff is ultimately classification and categorization, which are things that our species is brilliant at. You know, we, we are hardwired to connect dots because uh, back in the day, that kept us alive, right. right? And nothing really has changed with our neurochemistry. But the, uh, the second thing, uh, you know, sometimes let's... Uh, Real quick, short, the reason we all know the term conspiracy theory today is because the U.S. government sent out a memo after the assassination of Kennedy, after the assassination of uh, then-President Kennedy, and the memo sent to Papers of Note and to broadcast radio said the following. They said, okay, this is the official story. This is what we figured out. No, we're not, we don't have any secret smoky back rooms. Lyndon Johnson is just a dick. He's not some mastermind. And if you hear anything else other than this official narrative, you are to call it a conspiracy theory. Yeah, it's a term of abuse from the start. Like it's, it's meant to discount everything that comes after, you know, like yeah. that's, that's the whole point. So we a, sometimes say on the show, like, this isn't a conspiracy theory. This is a fucking conspiracy. Yeah, that that's one's a, that's yeah. a thing. Sometimes you know? we have to throw up our hands and say, well, that, that one's true. What you know? did it, happen to JFK? <laughs> May as well while we're here. Yeah. yeah. I, I listened to it. Can, can, we, can we do that? Can we throw out conspiracies? I just you did. Can tell us? Yeah. No, no, I, yeah, I'm saying we should do Gold that, and then me. and then Brandon should do one, and then I can do one. Oh yeah, 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 yeah sure. Dan, I listen I'm, to. A I'm podcast. afraid none of you can do that because <laughs> the Jews won't let you. Oh, oh no! Jesus. All right, so Dan, you started. <laughs> uh, I listened uh, to a podcast where yeah. a guy said like his dad was involved in like the State Department and stuff, and he mentioned like like stuff happened to Kennedy, and I was like. I'm sure this is a lie, but it was just crazy. And obviously, there's tons and tons of conspiracy theories about. But this was someone purporting that to, to that their family member was like talking some shit about shit he did to JFK, right. and that's just crazy. Well, there's uh, um, we can confirm he he is dead. He did get shot. Sure, that yes. part's true. I, I agree with that. Those are the facts. Those are yeah. Those are the facts. Uh, the, the facts are assassinations have happened. Yeah, the fact is what, America has ordered them. Yeah, and the fact is there are there are factions in both uh, the private industry and in the criminal industry, which is also private, I guess, and in our own state-supported at times criminal industry that very much wanted uh, that president out of the picture. Those things are true, but uh, you know, one thing you have to be careful about when we put all these puzzle pieces together is we have to remember that um, in addition to being brilliant at creating pattern or seeing some where none might actually exist, our species really, really shits the bed when it comes to working together. <laughs> so the idea that there would be, there would be a, a nefarious shadowy empire that somehow, even though they're at loggerheads every other goddamn day of the week, the fact that they would have some sort of Avengers level team up is... Uh, it, it asked for us to believe in a lot of good things about humanity that are unfortunately, that would be anomalous. It is especially funny now. Like I remember when I saw Oliver Stone's movie, how terrified I was and how anti-government the whole thing made me because I was just like, he. It, it, was, it was Camelot back then when that movie was made and it was talking about a time in which uh, from the standpoint of that, that movie's production, it was like, uh, God damn, can you imagine? 
oh, the people that did this, they're, they're still watching. They're, they've only gotten more powerful. But it's funny, now I'm 46 and I live in this world where I'm, I'm thinking about the, the idea of JFK getting assassinated. And I, I don't think this will offend anybody, but I also don't want people to take this the wrong way. But it's almost like I'm, uh, I'm like, God, how great that would be if, for a, if, if, for if, a if more if, efficient if, government. If our government was that powerful because right, um, yeah. what what have we learned in the last two three years it's like we've we, we we've been dissecting a pickled frog um <laughs> we, we, we we've been uncovering these things that uh that we're like well that's impressive that's complicated but we're certainly learning no one can start this thing's heart it's been soaked in formaldehyde the fact that it, i'm looking inside of it is because this frog is destroyed it cannot <laughs> hop it, it cannot do anything um the, it, 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 we are. We used to have three branches of government, and right now, as of three years, like like, like we now have like twelve to twenty-five, just like Game of Thrones factions. Yeah. I'm I'm sure it's temporary. I hope it is. I hope the Constitution holds up. But it's just amazing how how quickly you're reading headlines that say. White House decision to pull out of this flummoxes the Pentagon while the CIA accuses the FBI right. whistleblower of co co cooperating with the attorney general who was doing this yeah. all for the Supreme Court. I was like, God damn, I used, I used to panic that all these dudes were out to get me. Yeah. Together. I care out to get each they're, other. They're too fucking busy. I should knock over a bank. I think, like, we're, like, missing like, the, I think we're missing the big question here. I I've stopped using my Tor browser. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I just want to know. I just want to know what Moby knows, okay? Because yeah. Moby has got his finger on the pulse of all this shit. Like, there was a story that came out a year or so ago where Moby like talked some shit about how he was friends with an NSA guy and knew that the Trump P tape was real and knew all this stuff. And then it just came out as like a very buried lead in like a Rolling Stone article that in fact Moby is friends with some deep level CIA types and he was telling the truth. But that'd be funny if the guy like tweeted that he's like, uh, friends, uh, we fucked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was thinking. I wouldn't call yeah. it friends. Yeah. He, got, he gets reverse. Uh, I, I wonder Portman. too, you know, because that's, that goes, that's an excellent point. It goes back to, you know, the, the, the JFK question, which, <laughs> uh, the thing that's so fascinating about it is every time they think, ah, this is crazy, then a little bit of something that actually happened turns out to be true, right? Like there's, there are always these, you know, you could think of them as breadcrumbs, uh, but I think that's why it remains one of the most popular right. uh, in any poll. How come he did not tell us what happened though? Moby? Huh? No, what happened to Kennedy? Yeah. Uh, well, do you guys this have is what any they kind do. of this like conclusion? This is their trick, man. <laughs> well, you are Harmontown, bro. You ain't going to be able to fudge your way out. Well, here's, here's the deal with a lot of the things that we end up researching like this. What, you know, you get to the here's where it, where it gets crazy part of our show, and we have to analyze 12 things that, that are the possibilities of the theories that have been uh, approached with okay. something like JFK being shot. And you, you kind of have to just weigh what feels the most plausible, what feels the most possible and that's generally what we do we have a discussion about that but you guys cannot... aren't myth busters there's not a point at the end of each episode where you go Kennedy well, yeah. boom assassinated busted because... we also don't agree actually on this right. this particular okay one. Well, yeah. now, all right. okay, so... okay okay power round go down the, the yeah. line okay? all right Dan. tell us tell us tell us just because myth busting <laughs> make you feel good <laughs> yeah yeah 
All right, well, I'll just, okay. Yeah. So what we're talking about overall is the compartmentalization of intelligence agencies. And you, you never want the left hand to know what the right hand is doing if you're going to do something in secret. And that is, that's something that people who have been creating intelligence agencies for a long time have been doing uh, since the, the world wars. That's just the way they are run. And I believe that JFK was taken out for a lot of reasons. Um, and it, I believe personally, this does not mean it's true that it, that he was taken out by some small group of people, uh, within, I'm just going to be state. as broad as I can within the deep state that took him out for reasons that perhaps we don't even know. Yeah, I think that makes hundred percent sense, but I also don't fucking know. Uh, I think it's Next. really, I think it's really, really weird. It beggars belief to say that, uh, Lee Harvey Oswald, given connections with Russia and given his international passage back and forth, uh, could have been a lone person. Uh, it's, it's also like, think about, um, think about first off the fact that his records show he was a piss poor shot. Like that is, that is clear. It's been confirmed by multiple sources. He's not some kind of, you know, born candidate who, you know, he, or Manchurian candidate. Born identity Manchurian candidate. Thank the you. That's the one. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> You know, I got the main words in there. But the, uh, but the, the idea, um, I, I am of the belief that as much as we want to believe in state actors often what purports to be a state action is ultimately um, just uh, like the state is the finger on the hand of a uh, larger private industry. Mm -hmm. And, you know, wars are about resource extraction. Fuck idealism, honestly. And when it gets to the back room, when the rubber hits the road. So I believe that there were uh, heavy private interests that were, mm, let's say, if not directly, if not directly, like, sending some, uh, you know, bank hitman or whatever to do some, uh, some shady stuff. I believe that there were private interests that were heavily involved, uh, and had the wherewithal to at least produce an assassination. Hmm. Really fast. Can we get into your background a little bit, Ben? Because this, I think to. this is one of the reasons why our show is so interesting because Ben, Ben was studying to perhaps, you know, do this Kind to understand at least the way these things function. And the, you were, the you were going to be an assassin. Yeah, yeah, no. he was going to be an assassin. Uh, he's, no a, he's, 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 a, he's a great shot too. No, I've, just, I've uh, just book, book depository management. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ben, you have a working understanding of of the way stakes function. Um, so when when Ben is telling you things like this, a lot of times. Uh, you know, you may be a little skeptical listening to the things and take them as fact, but Ben knows what he's talking about. Is what well, I'm trying to say. Throw me under the grass, you <laughs> know, man. Well, I did. Yeah. I, I, I gotta say, I was listening to the Odessa episode just this morning, oh, wow. and there was this like weird thing dropped in there about like. Ben, how many times have you had to escape a country and there was no laughter, and you just went, uh, uh, I don't know, yeah. seven, eight. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> um, that is that is uh, primarily due to uh, my my poor planning skills. Perhaps is the best way to say it. Uh, I was originally, you know, in some universe to the left of ours. I'm I'm working for the State Department, but in the course of um, pursuing that as as a career or whatever, I mean, I I um, I quickly became disillusioned because I do not. 
I believe there are many great people. <laughs> sounds great. Oh, like some are shit. great people. I know, right? <laughs> this motherfucker's about to be like, we killed some people. I know that I we did. It goes- it's a good job if you want it. <laughs> I think it's, I mean. Podcasting, am I right? I mean, right, yeah, right. That's where. That's you saw some shit that sure. made you be like, this might not be the job for me? Yeah, it's not. I mean, it's not. Um, you can't even talk about it right now. God it's, damn. it's just not. It's, <laughs> it, I'm, I'm, I'm torn. I'm torn, Brandon, because I don't want to say. I don't want to say that everyone who works in the State Department or any of the alphabet soups of agencies here, I don't want to say that they're automatically villains. I, but I do want to say, like, when you have a monolith, it's the banality of evil. When you have this monolithic entity with such power and such influence and such reach, uh, then very quickly uh, morality becomes a matter of convenience and performance. Sure. And I, I couldn't, I, I can't hang with that. It's got to be a crazy, weird dental floss mobius floss thing like this way the idea that that if you love america enough undoubtedly what you probably love is the idea of the democratic republic the idea of the thing that you're protecting then i could see like crossing that threshold of like i love that so much i'm gonna separate myself from that in what i know and what i'm able to share and i'm and even maybe some of what i do because hey that's how the sausage is made internationally and all these things. But then it's like, I can only imagine like where the deal breakers are. The greater good is the greater good is like jam tomorrow. It's always a moving goalpost, you know, and people like no one thinks, no one thinks, yeah, I'm the bad guy. History is going to fucking hate me, man. I'm just going to go all out. Everybody who, not everybody, but people who often do terrible, horrific, atrocious things tend to think that they are doing it for a greater good. They feel like they're, you know, rust coal. They're the, like the bad men who keep the other bad men from the door. And that's just not true. They're regular people doing bad things, you know? And, and when you're, just like you said, when you're... Does Trump have a time machine? Have you heard this conspiracy yeah. theory? Okay. Yeah. Trump's yeah. uncle... Stole Levy. Where's the booze? Is it? <laughs> yeah, I, I, would, I could okay, use Trump, a drink. Was it Trump, Trump's uncle? Uncle. Like was was like deciphering Tesla's like notes and stuff like that, and and he found the, the secret. Said, "Hell yeah, Steve Levy." Steve Levy, ladies and gentlemen, found Steve the secret Levy. to time travel. Do you know what so, I'm talking okay. about? Okay, uh, okay, I, okay, okay. Yeah. Buckle up. This Go is gonna off. be good. All right, so I actually do want to get on into something that we've we've talked about before on the show, and that is the the concept of gaming out what could possibly happen using simulations uh, on a global scale of governments of uh, populations and the way a certain what x factor we want to hear about time machines no bro. but yeah. this Come is on. what i'm telling we're talking about time machines okay, bro. Yeah. Set, this, this is the setup this is almost a time machine where if imagine you had a simulator of the world and global politics where you could Done. you could see what happens if um, you could run the simulation un, well, if there's unrest this, yeah. in Nicaragua or something for some reason or if we happen to invade Iran next week what would occur what what all the what would the puzzle pieces look like from that point forward if you could do that effectively enough and accurately enough you could essentially have a time machine or at least a a crystal ball yeah, yeah. a version of it to where you could decide um, precisely which actions you could take and then you know a through z certainly even the public information that we have about cambridge analytica like 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 that's only what we know 
that 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 AI is already getting to that point to the extent that we are online, to the extent that we behave in swarms, the exactly. extent that but that, but but, but, but all test, right, but, 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 but he's yes. talking about a specific but, theory. Yes, you're right. You're right. But, but, come you, on, man. No, you no. can't go. Well, <laughs> so, it's kind of a time machine. So are Get you talking about physically? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Are you, you're do. talking about physically transporting someone through yeah, non- yeah. <laughs> Have you heard this? There's that book. I've heard it, but there's if that yeah. kind of thing exists, there's no fucking way that guy could figure out how to operate. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but the theory is the reason his brain is melting is because time travel is cancerous. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's losing his fucking mind. Oh, that's true, but he yeah. always was. He's doing wow. it too I much. Mean, well, okay, okay, so first He's off, doing that, it too much. I would watch that Fringe episode. Wait, 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 but to what end? Like, how is this like helping him out? Like, how is this he time machine president. giving him the well, end? Well, oh, okay. well, he, he, would he be does a pawn. look like Biff from Back to the Future, yes. too. I mean, he, 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 he would be yeah. a pawn. That's the scary thing about this morning's headline, where he, yeah. I don't even fucking understand enough oh, the about the region to know that he, that he pulled troops out of this. And the, the yeah. some people are going, why'd you do that? I'm yeah. like, and it just like flashed about this time travel theory where it's like, this guy's just some Biff Tannen that's been like fucking thrust into the gearworks by it's like it's not by his design. Yeah. If he had a time machine, he would have just invented cocaine. You know, that like he 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 would just be hanging out. He'd be yeah. he'd have a successful hot tub company and he'd be like blowing David Hasselhoff. He'd be fine. And he'd like, have the dog track numbers or something. Yeah, right? or he he'd be like part and of some island. And he could still where, do that. Yeah, yeah, but 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 he's not. It's like he's he's very like he like it is easy to believe in him as like a fucking crazy like monkey wrench that an alien or a time traveler would just bloop casually <laughs> knock in not Shit. not through a just random like rhinestone cowboy like the next guy that walks in the door and like I've got a bet uh, like but be, by virtue of his sheer proximity as Spencer's pointed out many times Donald Trump had Thank been running you. for president for 25 years there's yeah. no, you know, like we he constantly was running for president he and then and then finally like these like he did it's like it, if you look at the swarming behaviors uh-huh. and things like but him winning and the way he won and things and then and now the things he's doing it's just like it does lend itself to a crazy cosmic theory like you can't imagine anyone but a fallen angel or a robot profiting some sort like, of evil Promethean figure bringing and the way that we're all kind of going like 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 you remember Minority Report when she's like walking Tom uh, Cruise through the mall and she's like duck now get an ice cream now and all these things because she can see a little bit into the future and when you so if you look at Tom Cruise's behavior as he's being Cyrano'd by this precog. <laughs> His behavior, per our observation, is crazy, right? Because it's like, now browse this magazine, now do this, now be random, put on this hat, duck, buy a balloon, hold this, pause three seconds, now move forward. Um, that's Donald Trump. Like, like, and it's also our reaction. Like, like, like we, what we, the way that we're reacting to him being president reminds me of all of the people in the mall in Minority Report. Like, we're we're always just just shy of going like, wait a minute, what the oh, fuck? Oh, you can't every spell? Time. Every time. <laughs> We're always just like, 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 well, he can't, he could never spell. I don't I've got to get a greeting I mean, card. Like, it's like, always like, been true, right? It's just yeah. like there's never, the swarm never works. And it's almost like there's been this tipping point now, yeah. which scares me more. It's like, uh-huh. we're seeing this shift. It feels like time's up. 
Like, so, like and so then, the which Russians, makes me think the bomb yeah. is armed. So the Russians have a time machine, right? That they use to influence the election. That Baron Trump. Yeah. And like, Nikola Tesla somehow is involved. And the tweets are you, code. You know what I'm talking There's about? This I book, know who this book is. from the 1900s, know. early 1900s, that talks about this character who's a Trump, and he meets a grandmaster who calls himself the Don, and he takes him through time, and he has a son. No, it was Baron Trump was Baron the Trump, Trump, right? Do you want a And glass? there's just these similarities in the book, and then it's in a YouTube yeah. video. But the YouTube video is kind of the thing where they kind of put their finger on the scale, where they make it feel a bit closer, and then they use them things that aren't true to kind of connect the dots a little harder than they're connecting. But the end result is there's this book in the 1900s that's like, there's this Trump guy and he becomes the president of the world and it's in this place. It's like he has a mansion on on whatever the place the actual Trump Tower is. And so there's these weird connections, right, Trump? So we're talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that I, book real? I mean, the book's real. I, it's but. a book. The book is called The Last President. Wow. Yeah, well, you I, guys remember when uh, The Last President, like all of the... All of the rumors and things that were going on where people were like, oh, that guy's definitely the Antichrist. Oh, yeah. Oh, that guy's definitely... They used to say it so much more about Clinton and Obama than they should about the guy that... I read Revelations. Trump has a wound on his head (laughs) that he survived. (laughs) Scalp surgery. Anyways. I remember... Yeah. I I guess what I'm trying to get at is anytime there's somebody in power, we we tend to distrust um, enough. It's just how we view authority a lot of times. And I'm not speaking for everyone, of course, but a lot of us just have that in us uh, where we don't want to necessarily agree with everything the person who's telling us what to do says. But this guy just lays it all out, man, in such a brazen way. And I'm not excusing his insanity like in what we're going through right now my wife and i have a running joke that we feel like we did jump timelines around 2016 because something feels off something feels time travel time travel machine berenstein berenstein mandela effect right yeah baron trump i mean and and that's just a berenstein trump shit i don't know I'm glad that you still feel it's like a joke though you know like that's gotta be comfortable no it's not a joke the whole situation. Is that a diss? Did you just yes, diss him? No, no, not at all. No, it really. No, no. I'm continually. Matt's very bothered by this, uh, and I am. I'm bothered as well. Like I, 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 I'm to the point where someone makes a Trump joke, and I think, yeah, but he's still fucking somehow up there. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then it also, as a cheapskate. It bothers the shit out of me that every time I get a check from somewhere, that guy's getting some of the money. I don't know what he's going to do with it. He's an unhinged lunatic. Yeah. And, uh, and I, like, I, it's not funny to me anymore. We are in the wrong timeline. I feel I, like I, I, I'm so confl- I go up and down. I go to sheer panic because I feel like I, I'm always in a good mood when he's in a bad mood. <laughs> and then I'm like... Why is why, what is that? I didn't have that relationship with Obama. <laughs> like, I don't, like I don't. Why am I? Why do I care? Like I'm so happy that the president's upset. And is he not in a bad mood? Uh, well, he's, he's you know he's not a jolly guy, but I like I like watching him. I like I like waking up in the morning to a bunch of things, vomit, news headlines Twitter, in my Twitter feed vomit, that yeah. no, that even the fucking cynics and the uh, 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 what do what do you call them contrarians like they can't even muster the point of view that you're underestimating him again he's he's trolling you like i like those weeks where it's just like damn this dude fucking up 
Like, like, yeah. and, and, and he's not taking it well. And then like his tweets are like, when's an egg, not an egg? I got a horseshoe. And everyone's like, what, <laughs> what? in the fuck? He spelled horseshoe wrong. And, and, and I, I like those moments because it feels like a resolution as a writer. I feel like the Mad King is like on the pyre and like dousing himself. But I should know by now that... That doesn't happen, you know, it's like, 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 but so, so then I, and then I go into this panic where I'm like, this whole thing is like beyond my control. That's the reason why it's bad in the first place. So in these moments when he's sweating and the CIA is yelling at the FBI and the FBI is yelling at the Supreme Court, I was like, I should be in a higher state of panic than when everything is running smoothly, but we're just torturing children at the border. Yeah, that's the thing that uh, sadly has occurred to us. I remember a while back, um, Matt, uh, you and Noel and I were hanging out and we were we were talking about something. We had lost some of the vim and vigor about this fucking guy, which is how we were phrased him. And then uh, and then we said, like, uh, we had this moment where we we went back at an arm's remove and thought about what future historians would think. And then it hit us, you know, just how going back to your frog example, like there, there's that old cliche about slowly boiling, boiling frog, water. Yeah. yeah, I know, I know it's lazy writing, but it's real. <laughs> and we also had this, we had this moment where we're like, it is stunning and astonishing and terrifying how quickly things become normal. We're watching this guy publicly and hilariously fall down a set of stairs and everybody's like, oh, that's the bottom stair. Yeah. Right. That's the last one. I'm just really pumped for the biopic when Gary Busey plays him. I think that's going to be a lot of fun. (laughs) Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. I, I want to talk about something really uncomfortable. They, they, Love you're, it! You're hitting on something that re- really resonates with me, Dan, like that, the reveling in somebody else's misery because you dislike them. Oh, you're Speaking of, is that... Um, is that uh, but but how, isn't it uncomfortable to think that this man leads our country and we're happy that uh, the leader of our country... Well, is it like an idiot doing, God? Well, is doing the... Is, is, is well, doing if I was, the wrong thing. What's was, the alternative? If, if I, I was going to counter that, what I would say is I, th- I, the part of what upsets me about the guy and makes me afraid of him when I'm in serious mode is that he represents this. He, everything that he says, oh, he's joking about it. He's, uh, oh, or he's got the heart of America in his hand, whatever. But everything that comes out of his mouth 
is about an end to free press is about mm -hmm. is is about I, I i am the only kind of patriot i could ever possibly be is the kind of patriot that says i have a right to hate america etc that whole flim flam like like this idea that the reason this country is great is because you don't have to love it for god's fucking sake what kind of codependent relationship is that and everything out of his big <laughs> blithery fucking syphilitic mouth is about how if i had it my i wish i wish it was like korea i just go back from korea it's great over there you they can turn you into soup if you don't like things and i'm just like i don't care that you're joking or that you're stupid that's fucking dangerous because it doesn't take intelligence to overthrow what we have which is jesus christ it's a fucking luxury that we that, like, like the whole engine is driven by a patriotic derision a cynicism like we're constantly going i don't like the way this country is being run right now so i i on one hand I, you're, what you're saying is Shouldn't we, it, shouldn't it, shouldn't it drive us all into the streets in our underwear that we, we can derive pleasure from the president's misery? For me in those moments, I think because I'm so deprived of them in an extreme way in, in all of his other days, to me, I'm just like, it, it feels like a, a, a brief suspension of a migraine. It, it, and that registers as pleasure if you suffer from chronic migraines. It's like, oh, there's not a nail being driven into my temple right now. Um, Trump, like any fucking person who occupies that office, is sweating bullets. That's what you should be doing because part of your job is you're allowed to invade countries at your whim. You're allowed to like launch missiles. You're allowed to do whatever the fuck you want. You if that job doesn't come with job. a bunch of no, yeah, God yeah, forbid. But I mean, like, if it doesn't just devolve into total like totalitarianism, Mad Max kind of situation, at least it showed us the holes in the system in a way we haven't quite seen in this. It has been refreshing, but yeah, I do also I worry know. about it because it's like what we've been <laughs> silver lining. What we've, what we've I, I been mean, seeing uh, in this cow stomach window mm. for those who have state fairs and the from their hometowns, yeah, yeah. 4-H fans. What we've out. been what we've been gazing into is there's this constant fear of like, God damn it, this guy was six IQ points from successfully being Hitler. Like, like he was always it's, it, it, every time he fucks up, every time he gets on a phone call that's being recorded or transcribed, every time he every time he decides that I mean, what if the the next guy? It doesn't matter what his political leanings are. Our definition of insanity has been forever changed, and the envelope is too loose now. There, the the uh, checks and balances have yeah. been eroded. If thing. Pete yeah. Buttigieg yeah. becomes president and yeah. wears a, a a burgundy jumper um, uh, that with a with a, a logo on it that is the Earth with a with a heart above it that represents like no more fucking bullshit, no more hatred, and we're like yay, and then he tweets every once in a while. Hey, Betty Crocker got her spoon in my ass, and he misspells ass. We're gonna be like, well, Trump yeah. misspelled his own name. Well, that's Pete. Yeah, yeah. that's how, it's how, like we're gonna we're it's like we shouldn't we shouldn't tolerate that much insanity. It scares me that forever now it's, the yeah. office of the president is just like it used to be steaped in starch that I th I think kept me safe. But is there I, a course correction? Like, well, that's I don't that's, think so. That's, that's the thing that I love that you said forever. That's a that's a fascinating word in this conversation because what we keep forgetting, I think uh, in in national discourse in any conversation about this is that this is uh, you know, you'll see that shit around July 4th when people are like, what a bold experiment. The American experiment. It's great. But it's true. <laughs> 200 years is not a long time at all. Really, right now, if this, if this 
shit collapses, right? And we're all just running around having that conversation about when we have to eat a dead body. Uh, then what, what's going to happen is that in the future, people will say uh, a bunch of folks got together in this one part of the world and for a little, like for around 200 years, Worked okay, sort it, of. Yeah, okay. but everybody saw the signs, right? Yeah. And so, I, but the, is, the yeah. unspoken part of that is that, oh, and the people before them had they, they had it right because that lasted fifteen hundred years. Where uh, whoever was the son of whoever was had Just the crown on last. Truth. I forgot. It's like I don't, time moves more slowly underneath those crowns because those people were even dumber, and, and we sped up time because we fucking rule. And, uh, we, we 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 took capitalism and democracy to an extreme. We did the most bad and we're on the most on record and we opened our books and we add fucking things to the constitution it's like it's our we're the best of a bad lot as my as, I, I, as, as one of our guests would, once said I, I would disagree on two points <laughs> first off i would disagree on two points um and the the first point is that while this purports to be a meritocracy uh, anyone here would have a very difficult time explaining to someone from another place, like, yeah, we elect people because they're the best. They just happen to be fucking related to each other. What a coincidence, right? That's like winning the lottery 12 times. That 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 kind of hierarchy, that kind of uh, arist aristocratic approach to things yeah. happens. And, you know, like, uh, like, okay, if the president is the um, the best compromise, right? The way the system was designed, then why are so many related? I, I, what I, are the I, odds? I always hated that. And that's the thing that's like fucking just winded me is that I, everything that got this guy elected were things that I felt like, like in an objective sense in terms of a view of the bipartisan system. I was like, people would say, I'm afraid Trump's gonna win. And I would say, Trump's not going to win because. There's no difference between Democrats and Republicans and the whole system's rigged and it doesn't even matter if you vote. <laughs> and everything that I said when I went into that glockenspiel routine is That's how and why he got elected. And it's also like he could be standing here and he'd be like, Doing the same thing and saying the same thing that I was saying, and it like it is a bummer because I was like, I was like, why so many Clintons? Why so many Bushes? Why, why do we have dynasties if this if this job has anything to do with anything? And now here here he is, the first guy to break a streak, and uh, well, not the first like guy. Him, there was That's just why this people black guy like for him eight so years, much, by the way. It, like, but he has to broken a streak because it's Harvard. It's it's that <laughs> yeah. these it's basically that these clans set up a hierarchy and then they dominate for for more than two hundred years for True. thousands I'm of getting years. Getting another yes, beer. That's and the, a good point. The other issue is that this is the conspiracy is that the presidency is what's causing this. Mm. It's not one individual or one one government or branch of government. It's a group of individuals that are half elected, half not elected. You know, we we are where we are because we allowed some of our power to be given up into politics instead of just basic daily maintenance. So there's the, the larger lie is that it's Trump because the truth of the matter is it's us. We saw it. We were told it was coming and we did not believe it. Wow. Well said. This well is said. Harmontown, you guys. This is like, yeah. I love this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit.
All right, moving on to our next segment. Halloween. <laughs> yeah, Reptoids yeah. I didn't want to get bogged Will down Smith's in this guy, but I, I just think it's so amazing that like, part of his culture is literally is all the conspiracy stuff, and it's so funny that he's taking all the joy out of it too. Oh like, yeah, yeah. Also, uh, like sucked all the meaning out of just like so words. You know, I, I mean, remember I was into yeah. Alex Jones. Like I didn't know Alex Jones for oh, his He was politics. really fun when he was I on cable access. I knew Alex Jones was the guy who yeah. thought everyone was a lizard. I thought he was the guy in Waking Life. And then I was he like, was that shit, guy. that yeah. guy has a show? And he was the guy that broke into the uh, uh, Bohemian Grove. That yeah. part was true. Yeah. They do that. That's, yeah. that's creepy. They do do that. Have it you ever weird. been there, Dan? He'll say what? Have you ever been to the Bohemian Grove? No, I don't think I'm... I may be a one percenter, but I think part w- 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 one of the greatest tricks the one percent plays on you guys is... Uh, the, it, 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 it's like stock. Uh, you know, the one percent is there's a hundred percent of a one, the one percent, and uh-huh. there's a one percent of them. Like I, I'm, I just have a pool. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's a nice pool. Yeah, it's amazing to me when I look on Google. I go like, wait, where? What? What is the one percent? All this stuff, and I look, depending on how you define it, it's kind of like trying to define Generation X and uh, Generation uh, the, the Millennial Z or whatever. Or it, 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 but I, unless my Unless I'm Googling wrong or something, I'm like, what? I'm a, I'm a one percenter? But then I'm like, oh, yeah, I get, well, yeah, who the fuck else, like, lives like this? Okay. What, really? One percent? I think maybe I'm like, what? And then I go, yeah, I think I'm a one percenter. That's how fucked up it is out there, that the, that... There's like that me, 21 percenters, but the rest, the other 200 yes. million of us are nine. I hate to be really Pollyanna, but I truly believe that my life is not that, like... It, like I feel like everyone should live like I live. I, yeah, I know that sounds so fucking like naive true. and sad. <laughs> and I also do feel this is, I guess, why I, you know, I tend to, I lean in the, you know, the more liberal direction is because I do, I do feel like I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm clearly not holding. Like, like I, I got a lot of luck going on here, and I'm only falling back on the fact that I'm not forced to share. <laughs> but like, I do feel like, like I look at my house and I go, if I had to give up like 12 square feet, you know, it that in a, it, it, like, I look at it like a video game. I go, like, I'm pretty sure everyone could have a modest hacienda. A modest hacienda <laughs> with a pool. Yeah, <laughs> Dan Harmon. I really do feel. I mean, I don't. That's true, I, but I, you're right. Like, like, yeah. like when we have these giant urban centers that are like we stack people up in these tenements, but are we like those? As we know, they can have neighbors who are living very comfortably. So we know that there's nothing necessarily about stacking people up in a giant urban center that necessarily means you have to live in squalor. We just use that as an excuse, and then like I just feel like people could live, everyone could live pretty comfortably. I mean, the math is there. That is correct. Logistically, if you look at it, logistically, everybody, all <laughs> the billions, could have something like an uh, an equitable. I don't want to say worry-free because there's no worry-free life, but could have some kind of situation where we are not. Re- I want to be careful, but we're not we're not having people who are starving. We're not having people who are dying of preventable disease. Well, there's a conspiracy theory that I'm sure you guys have explored in various parts of in various episodes. There, that's a classic conspiracy theory mm-hmm. that is absolutely true, which is that the 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 more rich people you get 
getting like access to technology and, a, and, a, and, and free time and a larger view of things, the more they are going to tend to use their power, influence, and wealth to create a situation where they're, they're not going to do what you do with weed. They're not going to go, <laughs> holy shit, I'm really high. How can I get more of this and share it with more people? Right. They're going to do what you do with cocaine, which is like, holy shit, this is really good. Who saw me go in the bathroom? Um, they're, they're, you're, you're, you're going to be like, I got to get this shit on lockdown. Or uh, like, like there, there's just an instinct about it. And it's all like, it, it, you don't even need guys in a cigar smoke room. It's money itself will That's create like that system. Theory. It, it, it will, if you don't, and here's where I say dirty words that I don't want to be associated with. If you don't regulate, um, it, it unmitigated, unregulated, rampant fucking high noon capitalism, it, it, it is going to go and tear the middle class in half and, and not, not in half. It's going to tear the top 1% of the middle class and shove it up and it's going to tear the bottom 99% of the middle class and shove it down. It's going to capitalism unregulated doesn't become this perfect pyramid of money well, it becomes uh it, 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 well it becomes feudal it becomes mm -hmm. it becomes monarchs uh overseeing potato people like the coke industry uh is actively working toward what i would argue is neo-feudalism also you know I find it very optimistic that we're speaking in the conditional at this point. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah, I mean, like uh, the, the this this idea. Uh, it's, what an a, it's what an ADU is. <laughs> yes, There's an ADU is you can build a poor person's shack on your huge fucking piece of land and charge them for it, just like we did during the feudal shit, mm. where you might have two, three people who are paying you rent to live on your manor, so you don't have to sell your manor. It it is it isn't conditional. It's where we are, right? and and sh and should they not be able to afford that rent? Maybe there's things they could do to keep the land. Exactly. Maybe there's store. some direct deposit for yeah. their paycheck. Right. Like, hey, thank you. You trimmed a bush. Now you can live here for another month. What if there were a specific form of currency that only applied right to that manner, right to that land? Mm. Uh, and this this is something <laughs> that we right with Which your just, face on it yeah, like, yeah, digitally. Yeah, 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 it's, yeah. Called, it's called the, Ben. Bitcoin with oh, yeah. Caligula. So this is something that we talked about that we had a difficult time cracking. The three of us, uh, Matt, Nolan, and I were thinking we we posed this question. Um, we're we're kind of we're kind of shitty to each other in conversation. I don't know if you picked that up because what? because no, we're like we pose true. questions that we don't have answers to, right? And one of the that questions has nothing to do with us. That's just the nature of this kind of discourse. That I is think. shitty, yeah. though. Well, you're right. <laughs> uh, yeah. Do you mean on this show or on your podcast, or what are you, what are you saying? More in our personal alone yeah, times, yeah, like I think. when we're yeah. at Dave and Buster's or something. Yeah, well, <laughs> I think it's inspiring how kind you guys are to each other on the podcast. Like, like I don't know how much you edit. If like you guys are dicks to each other, oh, then you edit time. out. Yeah. <laughs> But I think it's right. You, you guys take great pains, or maybe you don't take great pains. Maybe that's me projecting. That must hurt um, <laughs> to be nice. But you guys, like, like one of you will say something, and then, like, like, like you guys have a, like an almost tick of going like, even if it's absolutely not what you were talking about, you'll 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 go like that. You know what? That's a good way of putting it. And then you'll continue. <laughs> Well, we, we mean it, uh, yeah. or at least, oh, shit. Am I the only one who means it when no, I say that? No, dude, no, we all mean no. it, dude. It's all good, dude. No, it's you fine. guys are really nice you. to each other. Love each other. What, a, what a really cool thing to do. 
<laughs> Whoa. Whoa. It, so, it sounds like Whoa. you Whoa, shots fucking fired. Like you you enjoy that behavior and you understand that it's good and right to do to people that you work with or been friends with since you were nineteen. You know, like it it's it seems I think that's a that's really cool too. Well it, it took us a while to get there. Yeah, 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 you guys have known each other for how long? Uh, a couple know. weeks, yeah. yeah a couple yeah. weeks. Yeah. yeah, it's gonna, it takes a while. Yeah. It takes a while. It takes a while. You did a good job on the draft. <laughs> it was a good thing you did. Hey, congrats on the show, by the way. Yeah, congrats. Thank you. Good Thank job you on much. your creep show. God damn. Big deal. Big deal for me. Yeah, and Rob and Rob's the only person on this stage who has a premiering show. Uh, I was gonna say congrats on the trailer too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what? Are we congratulating each other for yeah, everything? Congrats Let's on go the, around. Oh, the Rick and Morty season four trailer. Yeah. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I did that. And Harmon Quest is coming in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Harmon Quest. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, it's great. Yeah. Watch yeah. Harmon Quest only on Verve. <laughs> <laughs> What is that, an app? Is that an app? Is that an app? How do you spell it? It is business. That's nice. That's nice. Hey, hey, you guys, uh, seriously, do you think there's anything to magic? And I don't I don't mean illusions. I fucking do you mean the, the gathering or, or do you yeah. No, no. Oh, yeah. I mean I mean like spell casting from the dark ages, like that's kind of made its way all the way to 2019. Do you think there's anything to any of like ritual ritualized versions of that? Literally anything to it? Yeah, yes, because I'm whether even if it's just the intention of wanting something so badly and then ritualizing the uh, the act of saying that this is what I want, like even prayer? if it's silly, even if it's is silly. It? Okay. Oh, well, I mean, no, sorry. yeah, no, I'm, sorry. I, I'm, I'm being a dick. I believe prayer in it on a subjective level. Like I think that there's uh, ap- there's almost no uh, limit on what you can accomplish ritualistically with yourself. Like, like it's, you know, and that's the boring answer. It's like the miracle in 24th street. Well, he thinks he's Santa. Um, <laughs> but I, th- I think you could, I think you can't, you, you can convince yourself, anyone that's in the room with you when you cast a spell, I, I don't think there's any limit on what you can like make those people do. So, so you're talking in terms of practical effect, right? If yeah, not, I'm saying like like the human capacity to believe in. Well, phenomena. I would use the word bullshit, but like yeah. that makes that's pejorative. But like like the, to to believe in shit that has no corporeal like 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 cause effect relationship. Like you you, you could draw a circle of, of chalk on the ground and say the reason I'm drawing the circle of chalk on the ground is because you're a winner and you're a loser and I'm going to flip that right now by saying chaka chaka muka muka oh no I said it backwards oh no freaky friday oh, like shit. like 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 I I mean though I believe that we've seen we see all the time like people will drop down on the floor speak in tongues though people regress in their hypnotic sessions it really it's almost a moot point whether or not it's real or not real could a hulk exist could could a Hulk exist? That'd like, be incredible. Yeah. yeah, like an Incredible Hulk? 
totally. Maybe yeah, not gamma radiation. A fair radiation. to midland Hulk. <laughs> oh, like a fair to midland, yeah, a yeah, mediocre yeah, Hulk. Yeah, yeah, just a sort yeah. of Hulk. You know, I'm, just, I'm yeah. glad you say that because Thank I, uh, I think you know, uh, I was okay. Uh, I, I best definition I heard of magic, by the way, Matt. I think we talked about this weaponized psychology, which I think is in line with right. what yeah. you were yeah. saying. Yeah. Um, Hulk, back to back okay, to yeah, back to Thank Hulk. you. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Of course. Um, Thank so, you for considering me. You picked up on how interrupted yeah, I was. Yeah. And okay, yeah. yeah. I ahead. want Pay you to feel seen. Gre- grease if that, grease that wheel. I'm just gonna sit here. Yeah, no, it, you'll be rewarded. Grease them. Grease them up. <laughs> so, so you're gonna fly through the grocery store. Just pay attention to him. <laughs> See you at the finish line. Well, this is something I want everybody's opinion on because, like, so so there's this there's this thing with um with the Olympics, right? The Olympics are always like, ah, oh, is the peak of human. Ability, right? And uh, drugs. I mean, everyone's are on drugs, though. Everyone's yeah. on well, drugs. Well, they're on like. Not, it's not so, a lot of green people. It's so loopholy. Okay, so you're married to the color idea of it? Or? <laughs> uh, it wouldn't be. Uh, like, Hulk. ask a Hulk. You didn't Come say on, anything. Are you pulling a time machine thing? He was like, originally gray. Like Thank you. Also yeah. true. And red for a time. Oh, what? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, Red and Hulk. then also yeah. Thunderbolt. Uh, whatever, there's different. We could go on. It's not a whole show, <laughs> but uh, but the idea is like why? So baseball, when baseball first started, it was considered cheating to use a mitt black people to catch the ball. Oh, oh. oh well, I, I, I mean, I I that's, thought I thought we were true. getting real. Just a couple okay. more episodes left. I, it, it, <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll be they free had, of this They, they mess. had to have meetings about it and go like, <laughs> right. is it okay if this guy plays baseball? Right, right. I think well, that's you're saying crazy. the idea of like it being like an unfair advantage or like corking your bat or something like that or right. like greasing, you know, like spitting on the ball or whatever. That was a thing. And now right. it's like, Even you know. without the racism, which was fucking terrible and huge, uh, there, there's still this idea that like Lance Armstrong, an amazing cyclist, got in trouble, right? Uh, boo-hoo, he used drugs. But he only had right. one he nut, got so blood. he got a pass. Yeah, and okay. so so I want to see, I think our best chance to see a fair to middling Hulk, as you describe it, is to have an Olympic event of some sort. People sign a release, like, yeah, I might die, whatever, and they can do what the, whatever the fuck they want. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. What caliber? Genetic engineered Olympics? Holy shit. Yeah, you should have a separate... That's the fucking... Holy separate shit. For it. Yeah. <laughs> Delete this Gattaca. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> We've got to go to the government or something. <laughs> holy shit. Well, that's a, ABC. a different thing, but I'm thinking, like, the, the idea, like, the, the idea of people doping, it's a lost battle. It's going to happen. The the uh, yeah. lid of Pandora's jar is unscrewed, and everybody's lying to themselves yeah. if they think they can screw it back. The, re- on. the reporters covering Pandora's it are jar. how many cups of coffee? It's, it like, was a jar. It was a jar. It was, it was, it was always a, a jar. jar. It was always a jar. Pandora's that sounds jar. Dumb. I'm so it sorry. sounds dumb. It sounds dumb, but what, it was a jar. What caliber of Hulk was was Hogan? Was he a middling Hulk or was he legitimate? <laughs> he's, he's a fair Hulk because okay. he's blind. Okay. What? Did you, guys, did you guys see the video? It's not true. By any chance right. uh, of the? Uh, I think Incredible quadriplegic cool. is the word. If, if, if the, the, uh, he's paralyzed from below his neck, and uh, he's operating a full uh, body. The suit? exoskeleton yeah. thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's cool. That's awesome. I mean, tell that guy that the Olympics should eliminate drugs. Well, that you know what I mean. Whoa. That's that's a good point. And he's like, oh yeah, because like, well, it's a well, if you should, eliminate every, drugs, everything should be a competition mechs, about what you, you know, have I mean, when you're born. Yeah. There yeah. should be mechs in the genetic engineered Olympics. That sounds great. Yeah. 
There should there should be one category that I think would quickly lose its luster if uh, it, because it would javelin. Be, <laughs> no, I'm saying the league. I'm saying like they, everyone could have their purest Olympics, and, and and there wouldn't even it would the problem would solve itself. People wouldn't be incentivized to cheat in those. They wouldn't like go into the purest Olympics and like sneak steroids. They'd be like, I want to go into the steroids Olympics, and mm-hmm. and then just have this like crazy fucking like weird like dark future thing where it's like, and coming to the corner using the latest in cybernetic augmentation, Andre on it's drop off the blood dope robot from Mars, and the guy's just like, Andre, Andre, thirty percent human according to some experts. He is mostly pickup truck, but all Russian. <laughs> Uh, and just have them race around a circle. This is I, a, everyone's going to watch that. You'd watch, yeah. I'd yeah. watch it. Yeah, like I'm not going to watch it. People in Vegas would go crazy. You no, know, I'm going to watch that. the swimming competition that, where the guy that was born with long feet wins. The Organic Olympics, really? <laughs> oh, Felpy, you did it again with your weird long feet. <laughs> it's all about the human interest story there. It's true. So this is a perfect transition to like Boston Dynamics and DARPA and some of the robots and androids that are being created some of them are very humanoid like uh, what do you guys think about all of that stuff oh that's that's real yeah that's completely real but what do you where do you think we're headed with all of that is it just we're headed toward yikes (laughs) yeah shit we're all definitely i the question is in our lifetime you guys look younger than me you have most of your hair i i it, am I gonna see like an actual like fucking like just like wake up one morning and it's like everything's just like just converted to AI algorithm thing, uh, or will I just be like a seventy year old guy going like I don't like these new fangled USB ports on your forehead. Right. Well, I, I need that like a hole in my head. Write that down, Cody. <laughs> and Cody will be like, I'm forty. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't. Uh, you know, it's uh, it's it's uh, more and more. I, I I went back and I rewatched uh, the Terminator franchise, well, parts of it, and I was like, yeah, the uh, the robots when they started out, people would talk about it in hindsight, and they were like, we could tell the difference between those, right? And it's a fi- it's a story about a physical analog, but now we're at the point where, in terms of software, in terms of like online non corporeal conversation, it can be difficult to tell to discern the difference. Ooh, and it's also becoming increasingly apparent that our biggest sins are original ones like we we have rounded a corner uh, uh our, our friend asperger detective uh, that's our horrible word for him uh, his name is ryan kraus the host of uh uh cold case murder mystery uh files uh he he constantly he's talking about just like look talk about this shit all you want we're all going to become ai and then our problems are going to be solved and all and he talks about the terminator franchise and our relationship with it as uh, sort of measuring that, that the you've got your 1981, 83 movie um, where the you know the robot is unquestionably the bad guy. The whole premise is set up. It's based on our fetishization of fearing technology. It's classic, beautiful, wonderful modern uh, myth that's just like that. that it, it, before the words algorithm and AI were household words, it was just sort of like they put 
they put this thing in charge of defending the country and then this thing decided that the best way to defend it was to get rid of all the people. Beautiful, perfect. It set this thing back in time. If you blow its fake skin off, what's underneath? Death. But chrome, it comes for you. The sequel comes years later and immediately what are we doing? And why did we love that movie? Our, 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 our love affair with our villains, we love our Jason Voorhees, our Freddy Krueger, like we don't love the scream queens that run from them. Um, we love this metal robot, and then he's the good guy in the next movie. We love the guy that said, I'll be back. We love the guy that is the robot. The robot in that movie that pe a lot of people say, that movie is why I know about the first movie. I fucking love that New Testament where now the robot's the good guy. The it, As that franchise continues and as our sci-fi kind of uh, relationship continues, like we're we're getting increasingly more like... Um, we're doing a mating dance with technology. We are, we, we used to simply, Rod Serling would simply come out and basically say, um, <laughs> imagine a world where we get so automated we basically become Russian. Uh, 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 a, a garage door that opens when your car pulls up. But where are the limits? And if that garage door knew you murdered someone, should it? Um, and, 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 and it was like technology. It was like, like, like what, where will it end? And, and you proceed forward An along idiot. those lines. We're like cautious. We're cautious. We're cautious. But that's how a tango begins. That's how a mating dance You're begins. You're talking about a mating dance. You got movies like Her or like Ex Machina, yeah. which is yeah. literally about like a relationship with an AI that's better than a relationship gets, with someone that you and know. He, gets dumped. You know? Of he, ha he has yeah. to he has to accept that because yeah, I mean exactly. That's why that I it, we're we're getting increasingly comfortable with those stories. We're 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 becoming aware that uh not that, that uh, we're shaking our uh, it's ironic because we're shaking our xenophobia when it comes to the difference between human and non-human we're getting increasingly racist. We're getting increasingly like heightened oh, yeah. about like your cheekbones are different. What's with your identity politics? And just because a woman did this doesn't mean like, it's like we're regressing we're going in our Gattaca. flesh, yeah. but we're worshiping the idea of we got it. And it's almost like you wonder what a crayfish or a dragonfly or anything that sheds its skin f feels about itself as it starts to evolve. Does it start to just pick in itself, is it, is it like like oh well? It, 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 does that is that a metaphor for like what we're doing? It's like this war between the genders and the races and the cultures and the classes, and we're just like shredding ourselves. Is it because what's underneath is we gotta like we gotta just become an algorithm, or we're gonna die? We're, we're, we it's it's like like we're it's it's not gonna work oh, this man. this plan where there's just like <laughs> an eight billion barrel of monkeys like sitting on top of a planet that needs to give up its oil or fucking die. Well, I think where we 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 have messed up often is this assumption that what's going on now is the end point. You know what I mean? Like some species of life sort of exist in this in this state where they have you know they have like the origin point right and then they create the other the other animal that is or life form this midway point and the thing at the end just to your your idea about shedding skin or i would say entering a chrysalis as well uh it is something different fundamentally alien unrecognizable it's uh it's preposterously self-centered for us here now to assume that in a thousand or maybe even 600 years, the, the people that call themselves people are also going to 
refer to us right. as people. Yeah, you know it's pretty I mean? ridiculous. I I feel like it's uh, optimistic. They're gonna. They're, we're going to be narcissistic. Not is what it their is. species. Mm. That yeah. is like a fundamental like like cup of coffee. Like like you're thinking about it. Like there is absolutely. It, should we survive 600 years from now? There's absolutely no way that what we are 600 years from now is going to refer to us as the same species. That's, that is, it, well, there's one re, one scenario in which they will. It's the Cormac McCarthy, the road yeah. scenario. Oh, yeah. Like, like the, they'll, they'll, they'll go like, oh, the progenitors, the, pe- the people that had computers. Fallout shit, you know? They'll be in like bunkers. They won't go outside. Yeah, we we won't care about their opinion. Yeah. <laughs> Assuming we continue to evolve, we along even the slowest lines, 600 years, which anthropologically is a, is nothing. We are we are at the point where we are either going to uh, change so much that what we are now it will be forgotten, historical, Neanderthalic. Like we, we will we will simply there will be people that will study how we thought. There will be people who will I hope they'll listen to this podcast and they'll go. Weren't they cute? <laughs> like they, they, their skulls w- were separated, and they just kept blithering and blabbering, and like they self-medicated and they coped with all this shit. And they had a whole internet, and they just used it to be racist. They had these things called hands, yeah. and they had to use they their put, hands. They, everything was fingers and typing, and they yeah. were just like they, they kept talking about holograms, like that was the future. They didn't understand <laughs> that like, like intelligence was a field, and that they were a proxy, um, and that what we became was it or i or they or zem um and yeah we will yeah that's for sure that kind of takes the pressure off doesn't it oh yeah. totally like, like who cares nukes uh <laughs> like fucking bay of pigs who cares how we go out is Our, there a is there a way to spot a conspiracy that has legs versus a way that like classic lying conspiracies follow this pattern absolutely i would say yeah, yeah. yeah? You can you can just see it like there's a trick to see it. Uh, like, do you check for like three or four things where you're like, all right, that's yeah, like that's worth researching, like a towel. Well, yeah. I would just say generally, just and yeah, yeah. sorry, Ben, to step no, on you, you here. You um, if we can go back and say historically there are there's more than one version of this kind of conspiracy that has occurred. That's generally the first step to going, okay, well, there's at least a precedent to something like this happening, okay. which means it's not completely implausible. Um, and f- generally, like that's... Like syphilis. Sure. Te- like syphilis Just testing. like that. But yeah. like syphilis testing has happened... Oh, for sure. Like yeah. the Tuskegee. And, yeah, Tuskegee. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, oh, like Tuskegee. my God. Yeah. Right. Like human, yeah. human testing... Uh, that's not a theory. That, right. yeah. that shit happens a lot, and o- over the years it has, and... It, it's really hard to even detect. Oh God, I'll go down a rabbit hole. Let's not do that uh, on no, stage. No, do it. Okay, you got do it. it. Um, you got it. Experimenting with humans. I mean, some of the most brilliant people on this planet have been really fucked up and wanted to see what things happen. Like, if you think about anatomy in ben general, Ben Franklin had a uh, tool shed. Uh, oh no! So you pointed <laughs> no, at me no, like, like it, oh, sorry. I was I was making a joke. I, he, <laughs> oh. <laughs> No, no, he, 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 had a, he had a murder case. He had a tool shed. Ben Franklin had a tool shed. He had a tool shed. I think he dissected corpses or something, there, right? Yeah, no, they found with somebody. Yeah, for sure. Uh, where oh, they found a bunch of bodies. Oh. Yeah. What? 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, ben Franklin God was. Damn. Uh, he had a tool shed. <laughs> he was a, what they call a resurrection man, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. he was resurrection adjacent. Resurrection right. man adjacent. He, uh, his landlord's. Uh, his one of his landlord's children was a resurrection man. The the uh, house he was living in at the time uh, was like the next place over was where they publicly hanged people. So they would hang someone, and then uh, long story short. He may not have been dissecting people, but he fucking knew. The smell. Think about the smell. He knew. There was no way. <laughs> think Ben Franklin What's lived next door to a place where they hanged people, and he liked it, and he was like, like hauling people into his he tool shed? What's a resurrection man? It's like uh, when you dig up bodies and use it to... For, you know, for, for experimentation, for, for science. Yeah, yeah. Because think yeah, about yeah, it, exactly. you had to, we didn't know much about what was inside right. these things that we walk around in, and the only way to figure it out was to cut them open after they were dead and just pull all the bits out and see, oh, Aristotle well, how did that thought work? women had fewer teeth. Yeah, yeah, which is weird because he was around so many mouths. He could have just looked. And you would think, didn't, wasn't the life expectancy 17 back then? You'd think there would be a bunch of dead women you could just like... <laughs> Same number of teeth, but I don't think you just, you just didn't want to talk to people. I guess about he was more into the theory side of it. I right. don't know. It you just know? probably That's felt philosophy. right, and he probably died at nineteen. Like he just was right. like, "Well, one of these days, I should count women's teeth." I'll get to it. I'll get to yeah, it. Yeah. In the meantime, give me a lever and a place to stand, and I'll move the world. Um, that's Archimedes. That's Archimedes. Yeah. But he was probably always in a. Uh, sorry, I derailed you. Please no. continue. Uh, I'm not going anywhere anymore. Human experimentation, <laughs> resurrection, resurrection men. There was a loophole in European law at the time which said that it was okay to dissect dead bodies, human bodies, cadavers, uh, but it was there was no legal way to procure them. It was like a grisly version of uh, how marijuana has worked in some parts of this country. Like, you can own it, but if we catch you buying if we catch it, you, if we catch you digging it up, yeah, if we catch you digging it up, uh, and then uh, that goes back. I think what you're building toward is this idea of human experimentation. Yeah. Okay. This is this is the point I want to make talking about this, and it's it's only tangential, but we've had a couple of thought experiments on our show before. When you think about World War II and Unit Seven Thirty One in Japan and uh, what the Nazis were doing in several places, they were experimenting on humans, mm -hmm. and they were taking humans to to, to see the limits of what a person can withstand, right? And they wrote all of this shit down after they tortured people this way, and they took a ton of data. And we've had a, a discussions about, well, what do you do at the end of that conflict where you stop those evil people from doing terrible things to other humans, but they've got all of these pieces of paper Look written down somewhere. filing cabinets full of... With data. Data. That mm -hmm. could possibly be useful for, for us to know about what humanity can withstand just ergonomic desk chair industry stuff like like well, wow wow i didn't know you could make someone slouch for 90 hours well, herman miller was really into all this uh this nazi day yeah, I mean, <laughs> because you can't repeat the experiments yes you will never world, I mean, you not. should do not you right? toss you don't, it out you don't do you discount it to the to the data well and that's what we've been doing it's the the palimpsest thing that ben oh, you're really great about talking about with history we've been doing that to each other that kind of thing where we're we do terrible things to each other but we figure out something and then we know for the future that that is something we can or cannot do there's always someone saying i'm not the bad guy it's the greater good and you're serious yeah. you know uh think about the origins of gynecology which are barbaric the vagina <laughs> The uh, the the oh, just so <laughs> yeah, just I so. Damn. I mean, yeah, it's definitely you're. Is that origin? But you're in the ballpark, yeah. Right. 
yeah, but it's the the it was the doctor who performed on slaves. Yeah, exactly. Uh, recently ripped his uh, statue down in New York. Thank God. Finally, thank yeah. you. Uh, I honestly don't know where we were going with this whole thing, but we were talking about conspiracies and the reason how to recognize one. I was trying to figure out if there's yeah, if there's yeah. a if there's like oh we have four things we're definitely on the right path, or if you're like. You know, it's missing these four things. It's probably just the ones folklore. With, the ones with ghosts are usually bullshit. Okay. Uh, I'll put that one out there. <laughs> it's like a guarantee. Yeah. Well, there's ghost conspiracies. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, tons. Oh, yeah. Mainly did by ghosts. Ghost ghost. We do two episodes a week, dude. We gotta, we gotta dig. Yeah, we gotta <laughs> dig. I, mean, I was just talking to um, uh, uh, Kate, uh, the star of that Shutter show that Rob does. Um, you know, she's a producer and stuff, and she said that two different psychics told her she had uh, an Italian-speaking evil spirit. And then she also had, in the same spot she was diagnosed a spirit, she had an aura photographer take a photo of her aura, and it had a spot right in that same spot. But and just that's a crazy. spot, not like a... Holy shit. She didn't have a proper Italian. aura, I understand. She just had this, you know, spirit spot above her head. I'm also, like, I'm being a cynic, but, like, I, I'm not saying that spiritual stuff and ghosts aren't real, but uh, it's, it's that, that, that I tend to gravitate more towards the provable kind of government conspiracy That's proof there's a photo. Stuff, you know? yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Seriously, what happens when we die, guys? Are we, can we come to a consensus right here on this stage no, right now? What can exactly we not? What I'm saying is they're, they're, we, we don't know, really. I want spirits like, to exist in demons and shit. I haven't seen anything, but man, that would be so cool. It would be it would, dope. Liven up my you night. Be, yeah. I know. <laughs> I just remember people keep sending me links to this Navy uh, UFO thing. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. It, it might, people might yell at me for having you guys on stage and not bringing that up. Right. Oh, okay. Because I, I live in gravel, like I'm separated from the Earth, and I've gotten from more than one person. Like, have you seen this? So that yeah. must mean everyone's talking. Like the little about flippy it. crafts where yeah. they're like the talking Tom about the Tom DeLonge thing. thing. To, to me, it just reminds me so much of the seventies. It's just it like it's like the same old shit. Mm-hmm. It's like, but it's it's funny to watch like a new generation saying the exact same things about the exact same amount of obfuscation and like it's just sort <laughs> right. of like they like there's articles about people going like yeah there's three categories of these things there's the diamond shaped ones and i'm like yeah this is all the same stuff from the 70s Very but what, so. have you guys been following this like navy yeah. footage yeah so this this ties into the way to uh the way to identify Something that might have some sand to it versus something that's sort of a you sure. know a creepy pasta because we're also like conspiracy theory uh, itself is a genre of folklore that is like that is an accurate. And I guess what, yeah, what Brandon sure. was asking, which maybe yeah. we don't have an answer to, is can you tell one that has like a political weaponized stinger on it? Yeah, like. Oh, Jenny McCarthy wants you to not vaccinate your children, so she reverse engineered a story about Ben <laughs> right. Franklin vaccinating his kid. With, yeah, yes, the, the that's exactly it. So, uh, <laughs> quick way to identify something that might have some sand with it is usually it's people who have some sort of power, whether financial, right, or sociopolitical, who want more of it and have figured or don't out don't want to lose what they have or don't want to lose what they have to that uh, that conversation. The the thing that's interesting about UFO uh, uh, common ideas is that we conflate the idea that there's something in the sky, which most people don't understand. We conflate that with the idea that extraterrestrials, A, give a shit enough about this planet that they would 
they would span the vast chasms of time and space to show up and like stick things up people's butts. It's the, that's a weird, uh, that's, you know what? I would say you're being reductive there. I am being, I am but, being reductive. I am being reductive. As because we don't know what they do when they get here. We, we might perceive it as they stuck something up my butt because of our, like right. tendency to like that's that's our takeaway we're very butt centric <laughs> we're like then they put something in my butt and the aliens are like watching the news and going like what well, we did more than that yeah they're like we taught them that's agriculture that's technically the way it's like if our dogs described like the, <laughs> us taking them for a walk they're like hey, he fucking choked me and he's got a string in me and it was a lot like well come on you were wagging your tail and, I don't know that's a, I mean that's a really good point and the the thing is uh, like uh, we're also, I would, I would further add to that point that we are, we are operating from our understanding of physics, right? We are operating from our understanding as reality in the world as we perceive it, which is at best kind of a shitty flashlight in a very big, very dark room. But, uh, we, what we know and what we can prove we know, uh, and what we can all agree on is that, yeah, we see shit in the sky. We don't know what it is. It is literally an unidentified, unidentified flying, flying object. object. Yeah. yeah, and that doesn't that well, doesn't mean that's anything other. Uh, also, uh, we have a government that spends billions and billions and billions of undocumented money making shit that is now real. This is true that we're not going to see for ten, yeah. fifteen. There years is now. an Area Fifty One. Yeah. That's just a thing. Uh, I, Yes, and, and storm the shit yeah, out and of and it. And they did do you need a place to test that. Yeah. That guy who did the Naruto yeah. run? Holy shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> epic. Yeah. Like, no, it's, it's not good for a first world empire that's in charge of everything and has unlimited spending to have a place uh, where uh, cameras can watch them do the equivalent of all the black and white footage of the guys uh, right. trying to invent the helicopter. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what Groom Lake is, right? It's just like that. It's the, the Area 51 is just a place well, where the Air Force is constantly trying and failing to make like diamond shaped helicopters. <laughs> right, right. And then and then people are like, "Whoa, look at that." And it's like, "Yeah, that's a it's got to be it's I mean, I well, I, I'm not a guy that doesn't believe in aliens. I I just uh I just yeah, I think that any any anybody that was ever visiting us I, why would they send it's not going to I I just yeah, is there a little dude in a thing going like humans i'm watching them with my sports car that i fly it's like obviously no yeah. they would they probably poke a hole in space and time and the thing that popped out would likely not be visible to us it'd what's be the, the equivalent of a drone what right? what's the conspiracy we should have paid attention to but did not that we white should. water <laughs> is uh, milk David Copperfield. <laughs> we might have we might have three different answers. Yeah. What do you think, Matt? Um, I just before we get there, the, the important thing with the UFO. It's been debunked. That's just milk. It's just milk. milk. It was an inside job. <laughs> milk was an this inside job. This water's white. The important thing with the with the UFO it's story was cow. that we know about Project Blue Book and a bunch of these projects that occurred from the 40s onward up that were studying the, the government studying UFOs. What is it? What what could it possibly be? Uh, it had to do with the Cold War as well as we got into that era, just trying to figure out which country maybe is outclassing us with technology. Should be worried uh, about that. Well, uh, agreed at that time. 
But then uh, the official story was that it went away. We don't, we're not worried about anything like that anymore. That's, that stuff is hogwash. There's no extraterrestrials. Everything's fine. Then this footage gets leaked. And then we find out that, wait, in fact, our government has been studying unidentified flying yeah. objects this whole time. And there's a lot of data there. And there are people that you know about, like names within our government that were actually... Tom DeLonge. Mainly. No, it wasn't Tom yeah. DeLonge. There are there yeah. people He's in the Senate up. that were running stuff. I mean, it. How, did, how did it make you guys feel when? Because the big headline of that thing seems to be that the Navy said in an uncharacteristic, like they're like, "Yes, that's legit." They tried to get we, in front of it. We didn't yeah. want you to see it. I found it weirdly underwhelming. Why is that? Isn't that sad that I, I, I found I, it so I, underwhelming? I couldn't tell. I was oh, just no. like, in this day and age when everything's been so stirred up. I was sort of like, my I guess my my gut was sort of like. Ah, uh, is everybody just so scared right now that that like we're just being gentle people now? <laughs> like, 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 like that, that the Navy's like, like, like some guy who's in charge. He's like, you know, I'm probably gonna get fired tomorrow for like saying the wrong thing about a haircut. So, like, <laughs> yeah. what is my job for real? Like, am I gonna be an admiral tomorrow? Am I gonna end up the Secretary of State? Probably. I get like, like I've I've had this conversation with my fiance. I'm gonna fucking play it as it lays. And it came across his desk, and he's like, just tell him the truth, Henderson. And Henderson's like, the truth, sir. And he's like, you heard me, at ease, do whatever. It's like, like, tell him what. Like, yeah, it leaked. It's not footage that the Navy hands out. We don't know if it's a, U, a fucking alien, but like, fuck it. Yeah. And, else, and, and, yeah. and things are like operating bureaucratically. It was just like the Navy says, real footage of a real UFO. Don't know if it's an alien. Yes, those bros you hear flying those Top Gun planes, that's them going like, what the fuck, bro? That is them. Going, As opposed yeah. to the traditional thing of like, we can neither confirm nor deny us. Are you and you? Who got to be there? Yeah, uh, and it was like I that was my that was what my heart said, but then I had to follow it up with like panic of like ah oh, that's what they I know this is what they want you to think. But d disinformation within that realm is just the norm. I mean, if you think about the Vietnam War, what was allowed to actually be reported within the United States of what's going on for strategic advantage, something like that. If we're if there are actually extraterrestrial species of some sort or some faction visiting us, then why on earth would Anyone who knows about it, who's afraid for national security purposes, for humanity's purposes, why would they ever come out on any news source anywhere and say, yes, this is a thing? Like, they, I, I can't imagine that ever occurring. But also, people are very terrible at keeping secrets. Like, super shitty That's at certainly it. what we've learned. Yeah. Like, I, I, I mean... And, we, and we've yeah. pitted the height of, like, this could profit you against it. Like, we have seen people definitely facing like we've been so cynical about the the supposed incentive of like well nobody wants to get fired and everyone just does what they're supposed to do and it's like a jumper cable has been attached to the wrong post of a of a, of a system and i'm not saying it's perfect and has any kind of inherent like integrity to it but it's just like, like this weird fucking rando dude like has has revealed that most human beings, even if they work on a government payroll, are kind of like 
Uh, cool. Yes, sir, I'll do that. God damn it, dear diary, this motherfucker made me do some fucked up shit. Hey, Stacy, if I get shot tomorrow, tell him. And Stacy's like, what? Did you just tell me what I think you told? I gotta, you know I gotta tell Marshall. Tell Marshall, fuck you. I was like, like, I'm finished with my job. This motherfucker told me to do some crazy shit. Yeah, I quit. Well, you should quit. Well, then I did quit. You're a whistleblower. So are you. You should quit. And, 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 and meanwhile, he's like, you're fired. You're fired. You're fired. And everybody, it's, it's working the same way a Starbucks does. <laughs> and I find that refreshing that they're not so different. I, 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 that's the one layer of it that I'm like, this is all working the exact way I would think human beings that are that they're they're not all uh, weird people in warehouses keeping the Illuminati secrets from us. That that, that, that it's been exposed that they're mostly just Dunder Mifflin. <laughs> right, and and to 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 what you're saying, like there's this paradigm shift. And it goes to like the cost of information, right? Uh, in the 50s, for instance, people would say, you know, if, if we're a G person, we're a government agent, we would say, well, the truth can't get out. People learn about shit through, you know, one of the following 16 ways. We'll shut those 16 ways down. And right. now that there are billions, uh, I, I always think about like if... It, were you guys ever growing up and your parents did something fallible and human and you were like, what the fuck? You're someone changer. Yeah. Someone's supposed to be in charge. You know what I mean? And, uh, and like, I'm, I'm I can't believe mom just threw my birthday cake at my dad. Yeah. Did I turn 10 or not? Yeah. Right. Exactly. And so seeing, seeing that fuck it moment, from the Navy or from people who are supposed to be kind of psychologically a fill-in for an authoritarian figure, it's a lot like the cake throwing. Not to mention what you said at the top of the show about how like that level of cooperation just doesn't happen. <laughs> I mean, it really doesn't. You know? I mean, I think Matt is absolutely... Unless... Unless... It's an internment camp. Yep. Uh, ah, yeah. Unless it's a Grenada invasion or a government toppling, say, the Panama Canal. Sure. Yeah. Then you have multi-levels of agencies coming together, trading information between each other, sending agents in. Well, you can, count on, you, you can count on America. Sorry to interrupt you, no, but yeah. Which is, it's, like, it's like, yeah, you look at a black box, and it's like you, it, it's, it's, it's effortless, the silence, if uh, everyone's on the same page. It's uh, it, it, that that's it, it's yeah. like rel it's like outside the box of America, uh, conspiracies abound because it, it, with lots of cooperation because it's it's all dead man switches where if no one hits a button nothing happens, and uh, yeah. yeah I'm I would I would, <laughs> you know, I would counter though I would counter though. How did everybody in this room immediately know the three to four things you named? Because well, I didn't. Oh, okay. Well, I just recognized them as problematic. <laughs> I'm just like, oh yeah, no, for sure. Like honestly, I, but I, I only point that out actually because that. that's part of how it works. Yeah. Is that there is no point to understanding what's happening in Nicaragua, Granada. There's no point in understanding these sort of boring details, and, and, that, and that part of politics is to try to put things in that box. Like healthcare is. It, it, like I, the, the forces that be like they, they they try to put health they try to make healthcare feel like 
the invasion of a foreign country in Central America. <laughs> they, they try, they, yeah. like, but it, whatever. I'm derailing it, but but like it is, it, you're. It's yeah, very it's interesting side. point you're making, which yeah. is that actually 250 million people can effectively, relative to Ethiopia, they can they could keep a real big secret. Yeah. Like no one blows any whistles. Yeah. On Cambodia. No one blows any whistles on anybody in a third world country. Like, like, like from their perspective, you wonder how those people feel. They go like, God damn, you people work together pretty, pretty nicely. I mean, absolutely. It's not, it's even more, um, from where I'm sitting, there's incredible, incredible cooperation. There's, and that's the interesting thing about conspiracy theories. And and just real quick is that, yeah, it depends on what side of the coin you're on, whether or not you believe in them. If you have, if you have seen a system actively hunt, kill, find, maim, do, destroy entire communities, then when somebody drops a conspiracy theory on you, you're like, yeah, that sounds probable. And, <laughs> but yeah. if you have lived in a privileged society and you've been a beneficiary of that privilege, you're, you're like, like, why the fuck would anybody like, coordinate yeah, an Tony and to marketing. You ever try to get Tony and marketing <laughs> to do something? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So from, definitely from where you're sitting there, it looks like people aren't that fucking smart. But I really can tell you how smart they get. Well, CIA uh, crack cocaine. That's a great example of an actively thing. That's a great example of an actively perpetrated and relatively easy to prove conspiracy. But here's the perfidious, insidious part. It's not so much about keeping a secret as it is about devaluing the truth, right? So, so... Again, the things you name, sure, people can black box, as you said, Dan, a secret for some some set amount of time. Eventually, the truth outs, right? right. Well, eventually, the truth becomes more valuable than the crack. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and so then we have to ask ourselves, what crack are we smoking that... Like what that gets you high for that is worth money for sixty years. That's worth more than the truth. I I, I, I see what you're saying. And yeah. what defeats conspiracy is a a a transparency and a ground game that is people talking amongst each other. Mm-hmm. So that is one of the reasons I feel like certain communities are able to survive those conspiracies, no matter what the cooperation is on the the other end. It's because if the price of this particular item in this neighborhood has changed or has not changed. You can't talk to me about global markets. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. Okay. Absolutely, wow. because it's the 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 question here. It also becomes a question of. Um, I love that you said transparency because what people dismiss as conspiracies, uh, whether whether it might be uh, demonstrably untrue or very provably a fact, uh, the the one thing those have in common is that speculation thrives in yeah. the absence of transparency, and then also people are, you know, people are inherently narcissistic which is not necessarily a bad thing. People are explaining the story of themselves to a worldview. Mm. So mm-hmm. like these, uh, like the far right deep state people mm-hmm. are always they're They're not looking at stuff that makes them go, Oh, I should change the way I approach shit. <laughs> they're not like, right. I have a teaching moment or a learning thing right. here. They're always like, Oh yeah, I was fucking more right than I thought it was right, right, on yeah. multiple levels. And so what, what I appreciate here is uh, the point that you're raising that we have to emphasize. It is, it, we have to emphasize it, highlight it, italicize it. I don't give a fuck. The important part here. But just put apostrophes yeah. everywhere. Let's just put <laughs> apostrophes. <laughs> I'm sure it'll, you know. Yeah. And, and if the if the New York Times removes them, then they're trying to make us look stupid. And then they're in on it. But the, the thing is that the, <laughs> that the people 
are not idiots. People are not stupid. Whenever we run into a, um, a community that has something that is demonstrably, uh, from the first approach, seems untrue or seems crazy, you have to listen to those people because they're not making it up for shits and giggles. Nobody's serious. Like nobody woke up one day and said, uh, Hey, I think, uh, the, I think this law enforcement department and this part of this community is actively hunting these people. Nobody said, you know, what would be funny, you know, it'd be a real, like right. just a great right. bit right. Uh, that, that comes women, from a real place. Right. Women didn't come together and go, let's fuck with them on equal pay. Let's see yeah. what happens. Yeah. We'll lie about how much we make on the dollar. We'll keep it a secret that we actually get paid more. Right, right. Uh, Welfare's so, enough. Prisons are great. All those secrets. So let's amend it to say, let's if we want to be completely clear, let's amend it to say that um, groups of people or institutions or you know organizations, religious groups, whatever you want to, however people get together and hang out, they are capable of cooperating when, as Noel said, they are either preserving what they see as their status quo or they are increasing what they see as like the share of whatever pie they have made in their head, going back to your idea of non-corporeal, I mean, articles of faith, right? Yeah, that's ultimately what it is. Well, I think that's a really interesting thought to to to, to arrive at is that because I, I certainly I never parsed conspiracy theory in that sense that actually, if you if you unhitch from the stigma that the historical stigma that says conspiracy theory is a term of abuse, like you said, um, and then you start to ask, well, what is a conspiracy and what is a theory? And then start to actually probably the most valuable way we can like uh, digest conspiracy theories and start to ask ourselves in what way am I a Bilderberg? And what, in what way am I like someone else's conspiracy? Because that's like, like, why was I, why do I have this uh, life and who doesn't have this life? And from their perspective, uh, is it possible I'm in cahoots with my neighbor, even though I don't like him? Uh, but like from someone else's perspective, couldn't you say I'm in cahoots with them? And like to kind of like actually look at life in terms of those connections, which is really just another way of saying problematization. Like you're, you're looking at who's benefiting and who's not. Uh, what a drag. But uh, <laughs> I mean, for me anyway. It's true. It's, uh, I, I have nothing to gain from it. So I'm probably just going to convince everybody that the Jews are controlling them. Oh, that, that didn't get a big enough laugh. <laughs> it's too real. God damn. It's too close to the holidays. My fiance is one. Come on. I'm not anti-Semitic. Yeah. It's impossible. You know, that's right up there with some of my best friends. You can't friends. have sex with people you hate. <laughs> when does that Surely ever happen? Not. No, never. There's uh, eight billion of us. I, my girlfriend's probably watching this, so I didn't say anything. <laughs> Sometimes I say things that I think, I'm like, wow, this will get a big, great big laugh. Because the joke is I could never be that shitty a person. And everyone's like, oh. And the worst part, the worst part is if you see someone in the back going, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully you're not back there. Oh, boy. In my dream, I mean, that would, I, I'd take that over the judgment. Uh, <laughs> But these atoms, they got a guy that's just a hand. <laughs> He's just like a hand. He's walking around. Yeah. And yeah, that is Harmontown, ladies right. and gentlemen. Thanks, Thank everybody. you so much. Matt Pitt and Noel. Rob Schraub. Spencer Grittenden. 
Once again, Matt Finnegal and Dan Harmon, of course. I've been Brandon Johnson. We wish you a happy birthday, Jeff Davis. We miss you so much. Watch Creep Show. Rob Schraub in the house. Downtown Dynasty Theater. Sarah Hill. Nola Fabricus. Zach McKeever up in the booth. You know how we get down. Good night. Listen to Stuff They Don't Want You To Know on the Stuff You Should Know Network. Uh, shout out to uh, Matt Riddle right there in the front. Uh, he's the reason we were able to be here tonight. Oh, uh, fantastic. Thank you, other Matt. Good to, good to meet you. All right, and I'm going to be on their podcast. Uh, well, we're recording tomorrow, but uh, thanks for coming out. Podcast Network.